welcome to Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. A first-class life requires first-class relationships. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. Years ago, I gave myself one. I decided to surround myself with more positive people. I created my own personal dream team and sent a note to a handful of women who love me. I wrote, I'm asking you to be on my abundance team. I need your support and prayers and positive energy. After much reflection and prayer, I want you to hold up my plan to write books in prayer and affirm that it attracts abundance for me and for all. I would like your support, your energy, and your confidence when I email or talk to you. You are the most uplifting team I can imagine. I'm grateful for each of you and for all of you. I am ready to commit to this sacred mission. So I sent it to my daughter, the greatest gift life gave me, to one of my sisters who's not just a sister but a mentor and a friend, to my friend Vicki who's been a guide for 30 years for me, to Beth who feels like a soul sister, and a few others. They sent back beautiful responses saying, of course I'll be part of your team. And they gave me their unconditional love and enthusiastic support. I consult them often, and I've expanded it to include more people. I've heard other people call it their inner circle, their communion of saints. It includes the people who love you most, who help you stay centered, who give you spiritual food so you can feed others. I've heard it called the Council of Elders, a collection of the wisest sages and saints, both living and dead, who can cheer you on from on high or from a bookshelf where their wisdom waits to guide you. We're often told to network, but for a net to work, you have to find the right people to catch you when you fall or to guide you to keep you from falling. A mentor or coach doesn't have to be someone old and wise. It could be someone young and wise. You can be a loner and fly solo, or you can surround yourself with people smarter that help you soar. My husband constantly tells me he's not the smartest person in the room, and that's a good thing. He hires smarter people so he can continue to learn and grow along with his business. It's also important to have a do-not-call list. These are people who've taught you that you can't count on them, people who aren't supportive, who've hurt you often because they are hurt people. If you can't or don't want to release them from your life for good, learn to rely on their strengths and not get tripped by their weaknesses. I have a few friends who are always late. Instead of getting frustrated, I give them a fake time to meet so they arrive closer to the right time. If they're bringing a food for a gathering, I assign them dessert. Problem solved. I've often felt like a misfit, an alien walking the earth looking for my people. When I met my friend Beth, my soul sighed. I instantly knew she was from the same place that I came from. Once when I complained about having been drained by some needy people, she said, I don't have any friends I have to babysit. Wow. She has a network of conscious, vibrant people in her life. It made me think, why did I have so many people who constantly fed off me but didn't give me anything in return? I finally realized it's not my job to rescue people who don't want and probably don't even need to be rescued. My heart used to be kind of a kennel for strays. While the kennel is closed, I release them with love so they can find their highest good somewhere else. One woman I tried to help was chronically angry. It wore me out. 
I finally let her go, and she became happier. I wasn't the right match for her as a friend. And why spend time with people that you can't trust, or people who don't support your highest good? Don't spend time with people you don't want to spend time with. It comes with a price. I am less than me when I'm with them, so don't let them take you down. Someone once described it as holding on to a bucket of crabs. They pull you back into a place you don't want to go, a place that hurts. I want to be in a mindful, loving, vibrant relationship. And so I ask myself, do I enjoy spending time with this person? Does our time together set us both on higher spiritual ground? Does it enhance my life or does it diminish it? Sometimes you have to look at the role you play in the relationship. Too often I've seen myself as a rescuer, not an equal, and I've attracted needy people instead of peers. One of my friends taught me, if you're more interested in their welfare than they are, you can't help them. I also remember being let go by people. I used to be a big emotional drain on friends. They stopped calling and inviting me to visit. Now I see why. A woman on retreat once told me, we have to learn to tame the takers. I had been a taker. I've often heard that we train people how to treat us. I learned to bless them, change me. Every so often, it's time to let go of friends, to let go of who you aren't, to make room for more conscious people, those with whom you're a better version of yourself. My son Joe abides by this standard. I don't want people in my life who aren't exceptional. I want people in my life who make me a better person. And he has the best friends. And my friend Beth taught me, the world is full of vibrant, conscious people. Become one, and you'll be amazed at how many of them you attract. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I hope you subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go be your most vibrant self and make something